0: Pod
1: hey everyone, this is Aisha from Pod Clubhouse, and welcome back to Podcast of the Ancient Dawn, a Lovecraft Country podcast. And we are back with our season finale, episode 10, Full Circle, with Sean and Ashley. How are you guys doing? Good. I mean mind blown number one i just have to say after we watched this
0: finale i was extremely awestruck by this episode and i was thinking about how the title is full circle and there's so many parallels to the first episode and i feel like we get the same outcome from the first episode to the 10th episode
1: you know when it comes to i'm just speaking generally before we even like dive into the details of the show i think in general for a series like this, just hope, okay, we've got all our fingers and toes crossed. Don't do not do us wrong, Misha. Right, don't, right, right. Please, <laughs> please end this and give us all the feels and the clothes that we're desiring. And I feel like on a whole, I am completely and thoroughly satisfied. Yes. That's my personal opinion. I agree <laughs>
0: emphatically. Absolutely.
1: Totally satisfied.
2: This series is a love letter to the african american community it is an american story it is a story of black history in america and it is a love letter and i love that and i love and ashley you've made note of this too i know all the different things in in history all the horrible experiences all the wonderful experiences have all been brought up here have all been shared This, this series is just saying like we see you. We see what has happened. We know what has gotten you to the place that you are now. As we get into this episode, we'll understand what happened with the end of this, of this episode that really just blew my mind and I threw things out into the light that people don't talk about and haven't talked about before.
0: John, thank you so much for that. I want to go back to something I said in our very first recording on the show, I talked about H.P. Lovecraft overall in just a general manner about white supremacy. Because what you said, Sean, was so poignant. You said that this is a love letter for black folks. And it really, really is in the sense that white supremacy, if we think about the first episode and this last episode, it it really is nothing new. There's the same pattern and there's the same goal. And yet black people continue to recreate and and reinvent and sacrifice (laughs) and love and, and pour into- Amen new ideas and new ways of being and and just the entire episode. So I just want to say like full circle, full circle, full circle. (laughs) Right. Yeah.
2: The episode opens, and I'm sorry, I'm jumping in. The episode opens up, and essentially they're trying to heal Diana's curse, heal Dee's curse, and Tick and Letty, the book opens, and they go into inside the book, spiritual dimension, yes. whatever you want to call it, interpret it however you will, and they're they're working with the ancestors. They're basically learning like what they have to do, and what I think this does, sets up the episode. This is how I see it, but Letty is the one who learns the ultimate spell that will be cast in this episode, and I thought it was fascinating that this whole season we've been treating tip like the blood heir and, and he was he was he was up until a point he was the the most recent heir of titus's bloodline but he isn't any longer it's now his unborn son so now letty is the blood heir and i just want to point out that oh. every person in Hannah's family who has been responsible for keeping the book mm, yes. has been female have you noticed this
1: Ooh, from I not down
2: to the great-grandmother, down to Tick's mother, now Letty. They're the ones who have handled this. They're the ones who oh, spells. Mm-hmm. it goes back to an aspect I see a lot in Stephen King novels, which is women are always associated with givers of life, and men are always mm-hmm. associated with takers of life. Men tend to be destructive. Women are creative. Women literally create new life out of them and so I think you see it in Lovecraft because I think there's that influence there as well to an extent it's definitely influenced Stephen King's works but I just it's something that popped out to me like whoa first I was to say well it was all women then Tick and I was like but
0: it's not Tick that's right funny. right while you were speaking Sean what resonated for me was that in the beginning again I, I'm gonna go back and forth between the first episode and this you last do, one yes, I, just, do I that. just am I, it. Right I am your- I'm gonna continue to draw parallels and so Sean you, you started us off at the beginning of this episode the very first thing we see is a sign that says safe Negro travel and that that takes us back to uh, Uncle George's shop Uncle George's publication as they tried to heal D they walk through the shop and you see that it's all destroyed it's all in shambles and that was one of the first scenes that we saw with tick and uncle george and they're talking about hp lovecraft and they're talking about Ardom. and so th- this is a moment when we're, we're we're thinking it's really taking us back to those early moments um, and so there's just so many little easter eggs that take us back to where we started but thinking about the power of black women and women in general in this episode the first episode Centered men and maleness and the club and the exclusivity of it and we see that Christina is excluded And so Mm -hmm. a lot of her her drive has been around having access and power and trying to achieve Mm -hmm. that through through ticks blood and so I love that. that. Yeah, I love that there's been this transformation from like you said, Sean, the, the focus being on men and their, their ability to be more aggressive in terms of like their power. They're they're try- just basically trying to grasp that power and the ways that the women bring about this new transformation and, and, and sort of this healing that happens towards the end. Because both Letty and Tick encounter ancestral women in their in their dreams, in their visions. And both of their visions have mm-hmm. to do with fire. And they both learn something in the fire. And there's something about fire too that keeps coming up. So um, I'm just, I just, this episode is so rich y'all. Like I just can't, like my, I have a page of crazy notes all over, just thinking about all the themes that I, I picked up on, but yeah, those patterns resonate. No, that's an excellent point, Ashley, you're
2: absolutely right. And especially when you think about going back to that first episode, you know, Hippolyta made the point with George, she wanted to go on the trip. He's like, no, 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 this mm-hmm. is, you know, stay here. This is a guy's mm-hmm. thing. This is a man's exactly. thing. We got this you know, she ends up being one of the most, one of these strongest characters of the entire series. But you know, like she had said in that earlier episode, she always took a back seat to meet George yes. wife. It's an interesting dichotomy that Ooh. we had, we see the women taking a, 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 a secondary role in the first season, but taking the primary role, or the first episode. Sorry. First episode, yeah. yeah. take a primary role in the final episode. Even Jiha,
1: or jihad, you know? Uh-huh. Yes. The thing with that, the Hippolyta taking the back seat, as she shrunk herself, we never knew the extent never. of her intelligence yeah she's a scientific genius i know she's learned as she named herself in those different universes multiverse she was able to like learn and pick up all of these things but she had all that before the mathematical genius part of her as she was working on the orrery before she even went through the portal that's a recurring theme in this part of the time period. Men didn't even give women a chance to figure it. They right. didn't even know what they had to offer. And there she, there she did, you know? Man.
0: Okay. So a big thing, it has to do with Christina's goal. Okay. If we think back to her dad and what he was trying to do with, with tick, with the sons of Adam ritual, he failed. Yeah. It was a, it was terrible. He ended up dying. <laughs> and so right. with this episode being full circle, Christina tried, she failed. She did. She ended up. Yeah, and it, you know, so like, it, and it's all around. You know, this time, Tick didn't come out triumphant that we know of because we don't know what season two will bring, right? But I'm, right. I'm hoping somehow that Tick is not really dead. But I have a theory. Yeah, about- I know. I like. I'm thinking. What's your
1: th- what is what's your, theory? your theory? Tell us. Well, first of all, I didn't mean to. No, you're good. Go oh, ahead. Go ahead.
0: I didn't
2: mean to interrupt. I, I have a theory that I've been, I, I've been bursting at the seams to share.
1: He's everything with others,
2: all, the things. Bob, <laughs> with all the things all the things yes i feel absolutely it. so i started thinking the same thing you did yeah. so i was like okay i don't want to spoil too many things but not all these characters make it to the end of right the season. right and you start thinking to yourself <laughs> if they do put together Season two of this series, how are they going to make it so that all these characters can return? Unless they plan on completely doing like an American horror story anthology where they change it up and it's a completely different set of characters next season. I I started thinking, how could this work? And then I realized, I hope not too. I really do. I don't think this is that kind of series. But no. So I I started thinking, how are these characters going to come back? And then I started realizing, Mm -hmm. well, Look at the ancestors. Every blood heir and everyone associated with using the Book of Names, their their spirit, I guess for lack of a better word, is contained within the book. That's how they're able to be summoned. That's how Tick and Letty were able to have the vision. All these, you know, ancestors—Hannah, Tick's great grandmother—I I don't remember. I don't know if we ever got her name, but I'm just calling her the great grandmother. Uh, Tick's mom, you know, Tick himself, Letty—they're all—they're all now mm-hmm, the book, and I mm-hmm. think that. You know, they, as much as they were able to summon those ancestors when they opened the book, I think anyone who's used the book, their spirits associated with the book, and they will be able to be summoned in the future if needed.
0: Yeah, I like that. I like
1: that. And it's It's Lovecraft, Lovecraft. people. You
0: also remember... (laughs) It's magic. Anything can happen. It's magic. Yes, yes. Right.
1: Could we be in another multiverse? Speaking of
0: magic, I saw... So I'm in a really great Facebook group about Lovecraft, and I just kind of... I really don't contribute at all. I just kind of like scroll and read things. But there was something that said, there's not enough magic in the world to overcome white supremacy. But I feel like in this episode, they learn so much about themselves and about one another to wield all of the magical forces and power that they have. Power. So, so, mm-hmm. really, just like end, you know. Right. The, the, right. Basically, they take the power; they take their power back. Yeah. They take their power Magic back in is hour. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I, you I had
2: that, not seen this episode yet. Right? No, they had not. Yeah. And
0: I was, I was reading that like, oh, because I had seen it. I was like, yeah, you might want to rethink that after you see the right. <laughs> actually, actually, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm 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 <laughs> win.
1: We win. We win. Okay, yeah. let's boil it all. We win. <laughs> <laughs> And you know, at that moment, I just like, I kicked my feet. I like jumped up and down. Oh my
0: goodness. Listen, I I need to know what you guys thought about the significance of the fire for both Tick and Letty.
2: Well, Hannah mentions that the fire was her rage manifest. Yes. The common literary theme for hundreds of years is that fire is not only anger and rage, fire is cleansing. Uh, Yes, indeed. That's
0: right. starts you fresh. Oh, the other thing is this, this episode has a shit ton of Christian themes. I know that was totally bad to like <laughs> curse right there, but like, whatever. Wow. <laughs> it does, right, it does. There's like so much Christian. There's so many like references and the fire reminded me of like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego walking through the fiery yeah. furnace and coming out unscathed.
1: You're on the right track with the cleansing part because she states, she says, you got, you want got to save them all. You know, we are going to, and then, the, and then his mom says, we are going to, um, what does she say? She said something, we're going to change everything. It, it just it, that signifies rebirth and like a phoenix, that, right? that you yes. mentioned. There we go. Absolutely. There we go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. There's power in that. The power that Lady had as she carried the Book of Names through the right. fire in Tulsa. The fire that is in this episode. The fire that's throughout the season. It's very much symbolism there.
2: And this is the thing. And I know I'm saying this kind of early in the episode, but this is the thing that blows my mind. A good series going to have you thinking about things for hours, days, yes. weeks after you see it. Woo! That's the hallmark of a good series. And here's the thing in my head. Here's the one thought I left with that I can't shake. I thought, okay, so this series and spoiler alert, all the magic is taken away from white people and it's, it's only for black people. White supremacy is pretty much over in that moment. What would those subsequent 65 years mm. have looked like? If that had really happened, think about everything mm-hmm. from nineteen fifty-five mm-hmm. to right. today. What would have happened, what wouldn't have happened, how different this Man. world would be if that had really come to pass. And then the more you think about it, the more it's gonna blow your mind. At least no, that's, that's doing for me.
1: It's real. It definitely would. The thing is, you know, Sean, it's so funny. You have this thought about that. And I think for me and Ashley, it's like, can we even wrap our brains around that? Like I it's very hard for me to, to wrap my brains about around what
0: what, what could it be I that love I, that we're getting into this conversation about what if because more and more I am fascinated with the notion of imagining better and creating better and Mm co-creating and 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 I think about afrofuturism as a genre of literature of television of film how many black folks shy away from the notions of like magic and and witchcraft and and, and mythology because of like Mm -hmm. religiosity yes yes and like Mm -hmm. like I I'm a Christian but at the same time like I'm not necessarily as devout as others might be and like I know that folks are like, oh my God, like this show has this, that, and the third in there. And I'm like, well, we can imagine something different, guys. Like, we can imagine other ways of being that don't impede our ability to be spiritual, you know? And so. This show forces us out of our, our comfort zone in many ways, some of us. I mean, I, I feel like I've grown in comfort with different genres. I just have that about me, but there are many who may not be. And so this really does give us that opportunity to step outside of what we're what we're known to be comfortable with as Black folks in general.
1: And you know that the people that are uncomfortable with this probably left oh, in yeah. episode one. But the, one- time. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, but the people who are maybe still uncomfortable, but wanting to learn more stretch your mind a little bit, carry through all right. the way through the season. And you're right. It's very difficult. It's very difficult for a lot of black folks to to say, you know, I don't, I'm not in, I'm not really with Afrofuturism. I'm not with magic and spells and all of this thing. Like it's just not part of the way yeah. most of us have been raised and know about, you know, reality the way to act. Uh-huh. And it's like right. Mm-hmm. And even something as Look, we're looking. It's, it's, a, I, I, it's a television yeah, series. I, you know what I mean. I always think about
0: the Chronicles of Narnia, and I, I think the first time I, I really thought about the importance of the imagination was when I read that series. Mm-hmm. And so, whenever I talk to folks that are, are Christian and in that you know tradition of spirituality, um, that always comes to mind. Like, well, we have these wonderful stories that are completely made up and make believe, and yet we love that those Christian things resonate. There's so many of those in this episode that we could talk about. We could talk about how tick was put up on the the, the cross, so to speak, when he like was sacrificed. Cro- yeah, like, you know. Yeah. We could talk about how he had to eat the flesh of flesh. Uh, mm-hmm. of uh, Titus and drink his blood and drink Christina's blood. Um, Ooh, I didn't even read. You, I remember. Yeah. You know, and so and then how how Christina her name is Christina. <laughs>
1: interesting right. you know, yeah. so, yeah. Christ, <laughs> you know right yeah, right exactly. right and mm-hmm. she
0: literally baits herself in tick's blood i right. mean there's so many different moments where there's like she said the intention the body and whatever else she said to cast a spell but it's all there <laughs> it's all there those themes are all it there. is all there no
2: mm-hmm. oh, that's incredible some of those are really
0: subtle i didn't even realize mm-hmm. like eating the, the
2: oh flesh it was and the blood, it was so disgusting
0: right. but i was like man we do but here's the thing It's so gross in the show, but like we literally do that. We 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 tell ourselves that's what we're doing in church. We're taking communion, like right, right. You know, but in in certain circles, it's the literal flesh and blood of Christ. You know, so Mm -hmm. it's called transubstantiation.
2: (laughs) Well, and you know, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. You bring up that point about all these Christian aspects of it because I I saw the baptism. Mm -hmm. Oh, and that see, too. And I, oh, yes. That. Yes. And, that, and obviously, that was a little more blunt. I mean, that was right. a blatant. But then I started thinking back to something Kenny said, uh-huh. you know, in our first couple oh, of Kenny. episodes, which was <laughs> hey, you remember, you know, in the Lovecraft universe, in the Lovecraft mythos, humans are, you know, they're like ants to us to the gods that humans are like ants, and and the humans Mm -hmm. and the puny gods are are irrelevant. Like these gods have been around forever, and I think, well, if that's the case, why are we doing this baptism before we're right about to go into this big old magic battle? I mean, I don't know what you want to call it, battle, or scene, or this this final climactic scene. Why are they getting baptized if really, you know, the humans and their puny gods are irrelevant in the grand scheme of the universe? But then yeah. I think, Ashley, what you brought up with all those themes, and I think connecting those themes, I think it makes more sense now, because I didn't make any of those other connections you just mentioned. I just saw this one baptism scene by wow. itself. Like, I didn't think about the blood, the, bo- and the, the blood in the body. I didn't think about tick on the cross. And none of that, actually, none of that occurred to me while I was watching it, just that baptism scene. And now that you Whoa. point out, I'm like, ah, okay, I see the overarching connection now. Because I was literally like, why do we have this one random baptism scene in this episode?
0: Because in a way, Sean, I, I think I have a, perhaps an answer to that. Even though Lovecraft created this universe where none of your futile human efforts matter, they do matter. And and mm-hmm. what it, what it's saying is, yes, our rituals and our choices and our power and our agency do matter. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's an affront to right, everything to that it. Lovecraft create, created. And the, the part that really stood out to me. If you think about when Hannah was in the fire and she was explaining to Tick how she was able to wield the fire, how she was able to say, no, this is actually a gift. This is not something to be feared. It's something to be passed on. And so in that moment, she was able to say, this actually means something. There's meaning here. And so that's where we continue. We continue to go on. We continue to pass things down because it matters. It's like literally directly... Counteracting what Lovecraft would probably say, that it doesn't matter at all.
2: A direct a middle finger to him. Yes, right. it's a big exactly. middle finger
0: to this. To, yes, yes.
1: This racist author. To this, right. To right. This racist author. I, got,
0: I have some choice words. I have some choice words for that man, but I'm not going to go there tonight.
1: <laughs> you can go there every day, all day. Look, listen. Please right.
0: right. right. do. No, but
2: that's interesting. That's really a fascinating view on it. It, it really flips up. Yeah. Out. Because the yes. way we talked about this episode, the first two or three episodes, we're saying, "Okay, it's a story about Black America within the Lovecraft mythos." And now I'm trying to think: it's the Lovecraft mythos within a story of Black America. It's the other way it's around. It's the other way
0: around. It's the other way and around. Your
2: point is, your point is, it's saying it's flipping it on its head. And hey, saying, right. No, we aren't puny, futile humans with our silly little ways. Beyond no, measure, we're powerful. We're we yes. can be godlike. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Oh, I love that. I love that.
1: I know. I love that. Too. I, I really love that. The, you know, it's so funny because at some point, you know, when Tick looks at uh, Gia and they're in that hotel and he says, I don't believe that. That line to me makes me realize that like, it's it's a direct statement to us. Like, I don't believe that. I don't believe that's going to happen. I don't believe this is what's right, going down, right. you know, even though he did end up dying, you know what I mean? But the fact that he just did believe it and was like, we could do something about this. We can try to change how things are supposed to like be planned out already. And so I feel yeah. like, it's so interesting how they crafted this whole show to flip it on its head. Talk about D or
0: what? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I want to talk about right. well, bi- the Bionic Robo, <laughs> <Let's talk> about- <laughs> Robo. I love that. I Robo-Cop. love that.
2: I mean, it was the last scene of this episode, but I love
1: that. That just made my day. Well, l- let's go back because I want to talk about the scene between D and Hippolyta before. And as she's talking to her and saying, you know, like you left me, she she's a kid, right? You left me, mom. I, right, and I was rightfully on my own so, rightfully, and so. rightfully so, right. She was, she was, she was out there naming herself. You know, I named myself mother and I brought in, I mm-hmm. was brought back to you. Cause I mean, there's been a whole lot on the internet, like uh, where hip at, where's, you know, like, D's just by herself, you know, that kind of right. thing. She got a lot of plaque for that for leaving. But when we found out what she was really truly doing, it was like, okay, but when she came back is so funny. No matter what happens in this universe and the multi universes, people, the mother's guilt continues. The black (laughs) mom's guilt will last forever. And it's so funny. No matter what she said to her, you could still feel that guilt in her voice. Like, I'm sorry, baby. I tried. I came back as soon as I could. If I knew what was happening, I would have come back. I would have tried to come back faster. But that to me, tugged on my little Mm. mom heart in this very small way because I thought you could do everything you can as a mom. I'm sure that there are mothers out there if they're listening or if they're watching this show and you know they're thinking you know no matter what we do shoot we're still gonna get told about it and, and feel bad about what What the decision was, even though we're doing it for your family, yeah, so it's kind of funny, and I that like tugged at my heart, and I thought to myself, no matter what the team is, there's so many, there's so in many there, sacrifices
0: <laughs> in this this particular episode, I mean, the whole season is ripe with sacrifices that sacrifice everyone yes. everyone has to make. Montrose makes a sacrifice. Tick makes a sacrifice. Letty makes a sacrifice. Everybody. D makes Everybody. a sacrifice. Everyone yeah. sacrifices yeah. something. Everybody gives something. Everybody contributes something of themselves. Yeah. Everyone loses something and everyone gains something. And I think the, I the relationship between. D and her mom is so gorgeous in this episode. Oh my god, like y'all yes. I was just like, oh, I think I shed a tear. I really do feel like yeah. I shed, when, when Dee was like, you left me, I was like, ooh, abandonment, yes. like ooh, the pain D, that comes yeah. from that feeling, you know, like, ooh, your mama, like, but then you realize, mama had to do something, mama had to figure some things right. out to be ready to come back to you, and if it weren't See, for that,
1: you felt abandonment. Ooh, baby, you felt abandonment. I, felt, oh. I felt the guilt.
0: I, because as a daughter, fighting, I'm you know? not a mom, but I'm a daughter, you know, so it's like, yeah. ooh, like, I just, it just hit me some kind of Way, but that feeling of like, damn, mom, like, what's up? Like, you just left me out here in the streets, and I have this weird, wrinkly, little, raggedy arm. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do anything <laughs> with it. <laughs> and I was like, that thing is ugly. And I want to talk for a second about that arm too, because mm-hmm. she almost got her arm back. Did y'all pick up on that? She almost no, got it I back. Mean- so Letty, if you remember, Letty and Tick were knocked out. We're in the fireplace, right, right, <laughs> with the ancestors, talking to the ancestors. The ancestors helped them. Use the incantation to bring D back. Her arm was starting to to rematerialize, but Montrose and whoever else was trying to wake them up, they were trying to be Hippolyta. Hippolyta, thank you. They were they were like wait wait like they were waking them up, and as they kept stirring them, it kept interrupting the spell. So if they had left taken Letty alone, D would have come back whole. She would have had her arm because her arm was starting to come back. But then when they woke up, they woke up too soon, basically, and only like really got a part of D completely back together. That right. last part of her mm. was still enchanted.
1: I figured something had to have gone wrong at that right. point because I was like, last, "Why would right that her one arm, arm was arm. still
0: enchanted? Her arm because they they came back too soon. They were supposed right. to have come back. And that's 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 just you know after I was trying to watch it at least twice to see if I was correct. But yeah,
1: mm. yeah. So then, throughout the episode, we find out that Hippolytus created her this mechanical uh-huh. arm, which we find uh-huh. out at the end. She showed her a room. We didn't get to see what was in the room. I assume it was her workshop and how she had created the, the arm. The, uh-huh. Should we call it mechanical arm or the, the bionic, arm. Arm. Yeah. Bionic, bionic arm? Bionic arm, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Yep. There was something said in one of the posts on the Facebook groups that are going around about Lovecraft that in a previous episode, When Hippolyta or or Tick had gone through a portal, a mechanical or robotic arm reached out to him. I don't recall where where that was. Do you guys recall
0: that scene? If there is such a thing, it would have been in the episode. Okay, two episodes, perhaps the one where they went back to Tulsa and perhaps the one where Tick brought back the book from the future. Those two episodes were where they both, right, there was a scene. I would say it would be in either of those two episodes. So we'd have to go back and see i don't remember that but that's
1: interesting i don't either but yeah I don't it that. is and i was thinking to myself where i don't recall that because they said there was a, a an arm that reached out to help and they're like that was clearly that has to be d's arm and especially it was like kind of uncovered after she went through what she went through they were like oh well then her arm's gonna get messed up and i bet you that's her arm and i was like dear lord what and now when i see that she got a robotic arm i'm like clearly that's it but i don't recall where and I want to go back and watch um, and figure out that scene because I know we're gonna we're gonna find it. You know, we'll find it pretty quickly. Yeah. I'm definitely
0: gonna go back and watch and, and see because that is that would give us a lot more to look forward to for Oh I'm
2: gonna
1: two. go back and rewatch the whole season.
0: Oh, big time! Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Okay, so uh, go ahead,
1: Ruby, I, Ruby and Christina. We oh, yeah, talk about that's Ruby. that's
0: exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> Omg!
1: Oh, oh, I, I don't. Oh, know. Wait wait, 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 <laughs> wait. Go there. I have to just say this real quick before <laughs> did you realize that this is just one of those did you realize that in when we first watched the episode the first time they were going to um where they were doing the spells Chick and letty and they went and there was that something in that sub basement and we were like what the hell is down there do you remember that scene where they like i remember when they went down it, it was episode four maybe no 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 I mean oh, I and and they went this, this this episode. Yeah, they go back down and they, in the elevator, yeah. you know. And they do the salt circle. But before they see they see like a red light under the sub basement and something's trying to get out what? under the floor. That. Oh yes. oh oh, oh. Okay, it's so a Shogoth, right? I thought it's a yeah. Shogoth. Yeah. yeah, Right. Yes. It, it took us watching to y'all out. Are so
0: funny. two times to figure that out. That was funny. Like, <laughs> y'all are so funny. <laughs> I was like <laughs> I said oh it's his Shogoth. Like it's it's his baby. No, you knew you knew that before the end of this episode. I knew when he was when he knelt down to touch the wood. I was like, "Oh, it's the Shoggoth." Oh,
1: okay, okay,
0: okay.
1: God. All right. I was like, "Now, yeah. I, now this I get is, it."
0: But this is at the, the card I was like, "It's the
1: yeah. card dog, right? right?" Okay, all right, I had, to, I had to
0: put that up there. <laughs> I was like, "That's right. legit." You got it. You got it. You know. And and I was hoping it would come back out this episode. Actually, I was kind of hoping for more. Like, but did yeah. we see the Shoggoths? We did. Like, oh, did you know? Did you guys notice how the Shoggoths were black and white? Yes. Did y'all yeah. See that. Yeah. One of them yeah. was like white and one of them was dark. It's yeah, dark. I did
1: notice that. It was dark,
0: yep. Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: that is interesting. I was like, very fascinating. It did protect her. Um, and in our little flashes, we see that, you know, he basically showed her how to how to yeah. uh, command yeah. it. So that was very cool. Very, nope. very cool. All right. Okay. Back to, back to our, um, Christina and Ruby, what you want to say? Christina about her? and Ruby. My God. You know what? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, you know what? I,
0: I, I'd ha- okay. I'm going to say, I'm going to say this now. So if we think about the first episode, okay. We see kay. when we first meet Ruby, Ruby is singing on stage and she is this beautiful, voluptuous, dark skinned black woman singing rock and roll songs. And, She asks the crowd, like, what do y'all want to hear? What do y'all want? You know, when she gets done with her main song or whatever, and Letty's walking towards her, right?
1: Yes. Letty's
0: walking towards her and they start, you know, their little sisterly banter and she goes, what do y'all want to hear? and they start saying this and that, oh, we want to hear blah, blah, blah. And she goes, y'all don't want to hear none of that. Lily White, Uh she bop, she boom, she bored. And she's referring to the song. (laughs) I I I forget the name of the song every time. What's the name of that song? Life Could Be a a Dream. Life Could Be a Dream. Right. And that's the same song they sing in the car ride in episode 10.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: And, and if we paid attention, like if Letty, if Letty had picked up on that, Letty would have known in the car ride that ain't your sister because she's singing that song real ext- extremely enthusiastic right. in the car ride. Yeah. It was just a little another Easter egg from a layer from episode one that I thought was fascinating and pointed to the transformation that takes place in Ruby. Another little like note that I noticed was that she was wearing white at the graveyard. She had this white outfit on. And it was kind of, it made me think about how she likes to put on the white woman's like outer shell. And then I just kind of, I, I honestly was not surprised that Christina killed her and took her body and started pretending to be her. I, at that point, I was like, it's a done deal. Like she kind of gave herself up in a way, in
1: my opinion. Before we go there, do you think that she is really dead? And do you have to be dead for this potion to work? I don't think Can it's you be- dead, it's okay.
2: comatose.
1: I don't think she killed her. No, I
0: I think I don't think they could
2: be dead. If they're dead, I don't think it They just have to be comatose.
0: Christina said to Letty when I when she when I killed your sister when she died. So I think she she was yeah, but you could just be saying that to
2: piss her off, right?
0: She might have been just saying that to get under Letty's skin. No pun intended.
1: (laughs) But (laughs) but, (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh 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 (laughs) but maybe maybe she's still with us. We don't know. Well. I don't know. With Ruby and Christine, I thought, I knew for sure they had love for each other. But in the end, Ruby really was there for her sister. You know, she mm-hmm. she was she was going to be there for her sister. Family was everything to Ruby. And Ruby was going to take care of her sister, even though she did have feelings. Well, maybe. Well. well, did she?
2: But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. When they were in the cemetery, Letty says, oh. there's more I need to tell you. And then the scene cut away. So you don't know what else she told Ruby. We can speculate, but we don't know.
1: This, did it cut away? I just, it, I'm just i very conflicted. It yeah, because she says there's so. more
2: I need to tell you, and then it cut to the next scene. So it's like, what did she tell her? Like, what did she share with her?
1: I remember
0: her saying there's more. I do remember that. I don't remember
1: that scene. I mean, I remember the scene, but not that part. I just feel like I'm, I'm conflicted, because I, I really feel like there was feeling shared on both sides. But then... Nah. But then... Nah. At the end... <laughs> Was it for real? Or was (laughs) it all just a show for it was a show? I I think Uh I say this because I feel feel it was reversed. I I
2: disagree. I I I disagree. Yeah, Yeah. well, no, I think there was I think Uh you're right about Ruby. But I think Christina had feelings too. I mean, she went and let herself get beat the shit shot and thrown in the river like Emmett Teal. I don't think that's why she did that though. I think that's part of the reason that's why, why she
0: did it. I think it's part of yeah. It. I have a I have a very short tolerance for women of a lighter of, of that, <laughs> that particular few. <laughs> when it comes to when it comes to us, I'm like ah. In this show, I feel like it's it, she is quintessentially Take a it. white I, supremacist I, woman. Yes, I, I just feel like she is she is working on Ruby. It's a power play. Even when the even when Titus is in the street. And Christina literally slams through that windshield and Titus is in the middle of the street talking about these niggas here. They got the book of life. They got the book of names. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing she does, the first thing she does is run up to Ruby. I'm like, she only running up to Ruby cause she need Ruby body for later. Let's see. I don't, <laughs> I didn't sorry. see it. Like I really don't. I mean, I guess <laughs> <laughs> after no, at first I should, at first I did not see it that way. When I went back and watched it again, after I found out that, she took ruby then i was like oh you know what i feel like she was just trying to preserve ruby i don't think she was really caring for she was ruby. just
1: use, so to That's use her to get to the I, end
0: i don't trust Christina. i don't I trust like, Christina. No, never no, have no, never will. No, I don't, don't trust
1: her no no nope, nope. she's shady well, <laughs> why, well well how do you explain if nothing
2: else under this i'm just going to
1: borrow <laughs> that like do you mean you <laughs> I Please do. Hey, she's I a, 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 clear, a clear, a clear, a clear hue. Said, a clear uh, hue. I'm tanner than
0: <laughs> that. Anyway. You are, Sean. You do. You do have that olive <laughs> yeah, skin, you that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Okay, well then explain this. If you feel that way, why the hell did she put the Mark of Cain back on Letty just because Ruby asked her? She had no reason. She could have killed Letty. Letty could have been dead. It would have been oh, over. Do
0: we know? Wait, do we yes, know that she, she did?
1: Actively, because she said she put it back on. because yes, uh, was in the, uh, she made me promise the not to montage. hurt you. Oh wow. That's exactly when they when they fought. When it was in that okay, montage. Okay. Okay. when they fought, you might have done okay, something there. Listen, listen, listen to this. So when they fought in the tower, Ruby or Christina, aka, you know, while she's in uh, Ruby's skin with Letty, when they were fighting and she dropped her out of the tower down to the floor. Before she did that, she said, she made me promise not to hurt oh, you. Okay, okay. And then when she killed her or so-to-so dropped her out of the tower, when they did the montage, they show her looking down and casting the spell up. Okay. On I missed that. And that's how she got up. And that's how she was healed. Oh, Because wow. there was no way Ruby or the baby would have survived that wow. fall. That's true. I mean, excuse I totally- me, Letty.
0: I totally forgot about that fall, y'all. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, she. That makes sense. There's no way. Wow, you changed. Look, okay, I, I have, I have a renewed spirit. <laughs> I have a renewed spirit. She's renewed. Uh, I have a new. I thank you. Look, for that. I'm not thank trying you to bring. You know I'm what? not
1: trying to make uh, the white, the white no character, look, the look, 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 look. Here.
0: I'm not because I'm quick. The- I am quick to throw out Christina as a, as a credible and like trustworthy character. So I appreciate that. I didn't realize that
1: <laughs> Oh, now I'm just saying that this particular, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. In this particular, it cut, in, you know, relationship, that's how I feel. I'm just saying yes, I'm trying to yes. bring her up higher than she should be, but it all, well, ended up, so- she ended up killing herself. Like I, I, she didn't, she had so much hubris that she didn't have anything. They didn't, they didn't consider that Gia could, connect the bodies and do all that there was that no, she didn't even have that so she when she healed her so what she held she healed her and she was like she'd get up i mean i don't but then sean told me she goes she just basically sealed her own fate when she did that yeah so she healed her and then she got killed you know
0: i guess maybe she assumed that she would just win regardless but gi was the trump card that exactly she didn't expect
1: i would like to go on record and say i swear i thought that that woman was going to come back and save ticks somehow she didn't quite save him, but she saved everybody else. She sure did, you know. All the women, so, the women, the women really do come through in this last episode. I didn't, you know, Sean. I was so, I'm so glad you brought that. up. Me too. Up. Me too. Honestly, I mean, I noticed it. Be, and maybe it's a good thing because I'm a woman. I just think, well, that's that's just natural and normal. Duh, <laughs> duh. Isn't that what we do? Of course, we are. Isn't that what we do? <laughs> that's but, what we do. Um, maybe because that's it's in our of, it's what we do. You know, well, but I am. But like, but just All to right. really to realize that every single female character in this show has been so integral and strong and pulled the plot line. And I, I mean, I can't even like explain how in- inspiring it is to like yes. watch and to, to yes, dissect. Yes. So wow. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Our Korean lady really came through on that part.
0: It was <laughs> so funny when she was in the bar and the guy was like, Oh, you're so ex- you look very exotic. I was like, Oh
1: shit, here we go.
0: They always want to call somebody Mm -hmm. exotic. (laughs) I hate that
1: word. I hate that
0: that so much.
1: Look, I got that a lot growing. I got that a lot growing (laughs) up. Person like, ooh, you're Mm -hmm. so exotic. What are you? I'm a person. What are you? A whole, you know what I mean? A whole ass person. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Golly. Yeah,
0: and it was funny what she said to him too. It was really funny. I was like, go ahead now. Yeah,
1: he's like, and I'm out of here.
0: I'm just wondering if you want to die
1: to, to do this. Like, are you,
0: are you ready to die? Because that's literally what will happen to you.
1: Well, and, rem- and you know, the question of why did she even come back? Cause we asked that question. Why did she come back? We never got an answer. Well, now we know why, because. Well, now mo- we know why. Yeah. Her mother yeah. died. She, you mm-hmm. know, she had these, uh, let's say feelings still for Tick and unresolved mm-hmm. issue, a connection that they, she felt to his spirit and... I want to say this, um, though. um, Yeah. You know, there has
0: been a lot of... You know, I I don't know how if y'all watch Insecure, but there's this, like, hatred Mm -hmm. for the character, for Lawrence as a character. And I found some of the same vitriol on the internets towards Tick. Like, they just do not like Tick or do not like how the, the relationship between Letty and Tick is going. But I will say, I really did love how Tick genuinely apologize I did to too exactly. exactly I love how he was like I'm sorry how I talked to you at the house I apologize mm-hmm. this is why I acted that way he mm-hmm. came clean mm-hmm. he made he made his amends it was just a, it was such a mature stand up beautiful mm-hmm. moment I was like how can anybody how can anybody hate Tick like this is a great character I, I can't even be mad at Tick like that's wonderful because he was he came at her all the way sideways in that episode mm-hmm. I was like yeah. he didn't have to do her like that so I'm glad he apologized for that
1: well, he had feelings too and i'm um, you know he was trying to figure yes, it all out yes he did right right when she showed up too you know mm-hmm. trying to figure out how to navigate his love for these two women and deal with it and he just wasn't ready at that time and so i do appreciate that scene and Definitely. how he spelled it all out and i was like you know what applaud i applauded that one that was yeah, good big time
2: so now we get to this big finale scene mm-hmm. right I mean, oh man not about y'all, but I was—I <laughs> was—I uh, needed to have a moment after that.
1: Oh, uh, first <laughs> well, which one? The
2: that was absolutely which bad. which which exact the scene where she ties tick up. Oh, she cuts his arms open like who bleeds like that from their arms? But okay, it's magic. It's whatever.
0: Major she arteries, though. She
2: gets well, yeah. I guess. But I'm like, damn, yep. that's a lot of blood. Now I know why he died. He died in all that blood. But you know, her dress turns red. And she does the whole kind of baptism in blood thing, which Mm -hmm. is what what popped into my head when I saw it. That imagery. And then the life force, the whole thing, the imagery, the whole thing. She's immortal. And then Letty comes in and starts doing her thing. And she's like, ha, 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 you're too late. I'm immortal. And then in comes (laughs) our favorite Kamiho. Their favorite Camille.
1: <laughs> our only Camijo. <laughs> our favorite.
0: Our only Camijo.
2: <laughs> yes, but she's still our, our favorite. favorite. <laughs> she comes in <laughs> into things and make that connection that they couldn't make. Yes, yes. And I mean that was that I mean, it shifts that whole thing to imagery you know, what happened to Tick? I mean, obviously, if you've already watched the episode, and you listen to this, you know that he died. One thing I wanted to point out that I noticed the second time I watched, is not the first. So Letty is sitting with Tick's great-grandmother in the vision, in the, fi- in the fireplace, as I actually called it. And she's going over the spells when Tick walks in with his mom from the other room. And you can see that Letty's like learning something, like she's being told something. And if you look at her for the rest of the episode, she looks distracted. She looks like she's got a lot in her mind. And my theory is that's when she learned that Tick wasn't going to make it. She figured out that he had to be sacrificed for this quote-unquote greater good. And I think she knew it the whole episode. And that's why every time you see her, she's distracted. She's writing stuff in the notebook. She's trying to figure stuff out. She's either trying to figure out a way to get around that and like find a loophole, or she's just trying to process the fact that she knows he's not going to survive. That's my theory.
1: They already knew that he was going to be sacrificed but she knows it's not going their plan is not going to work
2: well yeah i guess that and it's it's and that's weighing heavily on her and i mean all that writing she's constantly like writing stuff in the notebook for the rest of the episode it's it could be a combination yeah. of all those things. yeah and then you can see how how upset her face was you could see it in her face when they're going down in the elevator she grabs his hand you can see it in her face she knows this isn't going to yeah, happen she well. knows
1: i mean yeah. Hard. It did, it did <laughs> you have to look at it again to catch that because the first time you watch it, you just think of it as, well, she's just distraught because of the whole situation. Like and any like any of them would be. But if you really examine her acting and the facial expression she gives, yeah, that is it's exactly what you're saying, Sean. She already knows what's gonna happen because as she's scribbling on that book and every in every scene, she's like got them out. She's got the book open, she's she's just feverishly writing something is up and you're like what the hell is she writing is she just like she's trying to get all the spells together like whatever it is i thought Mm -hmm. when she was sitting on the bed with the great grandmother like you said that she was just basically like going over with her like all the spells that they were going to have to cast for this whole thing to work but you're saying sean that she was learning that final spell the one that
2: would take away magic from all white people from all white people right so she already knew
1: she was going to wield the power to take away magic from every white person in the world is that what you're Mm -hmm.
2: telling me ah it's a combination of that yes that and the heavy heart of knowing what's going to happen to tick and knowing there's not really anything she can do about it they're just heading heading towards this disastrous moment and they have to they have to experience it and there's nothing she can do to change it i think it's a combination of both Mm, of those that's deep That's a lot of shit to put on someone's lot. That's a lot to put on someone's shoulders. So she
1: truly, and going back to what you said in the beginning, she truly is the heroine of the show then.
2: Yes. Wow. Yes, she truly is. You all think it's Tick and they do a great job of setting him up as the main protagonist for the first, you know, definitely the first episode and well into the series. But even from the second episode, when she gets that house in the north side of Chicago. That's when you start to see her become more of the main character. She's the quote unquote hero mm. in the hero's journey, you know, I think, but I don't think you nope. realize it until you're well into the series. But when you look back at it, you're like, Whoa, from episode two, they're building her up as a hero because everybody thought Oh, it's Atticus. Cause look, he was, he was in the, it, it was the first episode right. was his, of episode? Course. it was introducing him and Lenny only came in like, you know, a third of the way into the episode. So. I think it's an interesting way how they kind of flip
1: flop that. At least that's—I mean—that's how I interpret. No, it. I, I'm so. I'm fully on board with that. I see it. It's very clear to me now that you're that we've watched it and and discussed it. That that's what it, that is.
0: Yes, I I have to give a, a a quick special shout out to the artist Afua Richardson, who Hippolyta mentions when
1: Oh, she's the, finds the comic. Her artwork. Yeah. Yes.
0: I have to, I just wanted to throw that out there that that's a real artist. I do not know. Um, that we've, yeah, she's, she's, uh, you can find her on Instagram. Um, she's amazing. And she's done a lot of the Lovecraft Country artwork um, throughout this, throughout the season. So I just wanted to say that oh, that wow. is dope that Hippolyta says like, I learned this from a I thought that was cool.
1: Oh, is that, is that the, um, the artwork that's been put out by HBO, Lovecraft, H- yes. HBO, Instagram, yes. okay. I've yes. seen those, and I keep and I've saved them. Uh-huh. They're um, they're almost like uh, they are. So just like number one, number two, number three. So I've saved them. Yes. They are beautiful. They are gorgeous. Wow. Mm-hmm. That
0: is some, very that is some much, meta very meta. much. Yeah. I thought that was that little shout out was really cool. I I wanted to make sure I shared that during our our. I'm podcast so glad tonight. you did. I'm glad you said that because yeah. I I knew that she was. Yes, I was somebody, like I gonna but I didn't know who it was. Have to figure out who that is, and then sure
1: enough, a fool Richardson. Richardson. Yes, Well, you know, at the end of the day, we come back to even though Letty is our main heroine of the show, that subplot of Tick and his father, we got to talk about the letter that he wrote his dad, Montrose. Oh, and, wow, that destroyed me! It's
0: the inverse of the letter that Montrose wrote to him,
1: exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. The parallel, the parallel, Mm -hmm. a letter that brought him back. Yes, to look for his father. Yes, and now the entire
0: episode.
1: Yeah, the inverse. I'm sorry. No, no. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, that's all I was going to say. Just the 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 whole episode is the exact, um, almost the exact inverse of episode one. What's beautiful to Um, me, yeah. What's beautiful Mm -hmm. to me
1: is the fact that he acknowledges his father. He acknowledges him as tell him to have experienced supreme Mm -hmm. happiness he wants to he acknowledges him as who he truly is and saying teach my son a better way teach my son to look at life in a different way and ultimately a
2: second chance to be the father he couldn't be right exactly
1: right and that was so beautiful which is the part that that got me Mm -hmm. the hairs on my arm i can't tell you how many times they stood on in, but at listening to tick 's voiceover as he reads the letter, it just truly like struck me, and I thought that 's the full circle here we go we've you know we 've come full circle with this relationship too, because that was such a, a struggle the whole time for them, but they but they came back around, and sadly, yes, too late because well you know tick's not alive anymore to live that out with him wow so. wow 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 mm-hmm. oh man, and then. And then at the end, the very, very end, guys, we come back and kill off your favorite character. Uh,
0: (laughs) You got (laughs) jokes. (laughs) We didn't just kill her. That was gruesome. We heard the crack. We heard the snap crackle (laughs) pop of that that, All of it. All of it. All of it. (laughs) Literally, like I clutched my neck. Like, oh, God. It was rough. It was a rough death. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was uh, but that was D being the yeah. Terminator. D- That's why I called the Terminator. She came up to crush that shit. Like, T- okay, oh. explain
1: to me though. There has to be something more to that because D. Oh yeah. What? Where? Where do you? Where are you going? Where do you feel that was oh, going? It, like, why? It takes me back to when again that comic
0: that uh, Hippolyta introduces to her has not only Hippolyta's character but hers. So there there's got to be a tag team coming up. And I'm just looking forward to seeing how this character manifest. Mm-hmm. But that's what I thought about when I saw her with the bionic arm doing the damn Term- Terminator thing, death grip, took me back to Star Wars with, uh, what's the name? <laughs> Who was it? Uh, Dark- Darth Vader. <laughs> Darth Vader. <laughs> I'm just looking, look, like I'm going with all the references Darth Vader. So yes, I'm. I'm excited to see how she becomes, you know, this next the next place, set, like, it's setting us it up, up for setting us yeah. up. So
1: setting up. Setting That's setting what, us what I'm up. thinking. Definitely. I'm like, I was, was there something up. else that I'm missing? Are we it were being set up for the future to see what could happen, especially super Lovecrafty and the way that it ends with the showgoth screaming out into the you know, in the in the distance? Yeah, like that was like, I was like, oh, this, this that was that was everything, Funny, honey, I'd, honey, honey. Um, yeah, I'm very, very interested to see where uh, Miss Diana is going to go in her journey as we go, you know, go forward. Or like Sean said, Sean, do you, you told me earlier, this could be the end or it could go on. Where, where are your thoughts on that? Like I said,
2: you have two options. You continue with these characters, which I really hope we do, because I think they're incredible, fascinating characters. Or you do an anthology series like American Horror Story, where you have like similar actors... But they're playing different roles and completely different characters, like The Haunting of Yes Hill House or Haunting Woo! Of Bly Manor on Netflix. Those two shows,
1: Lord, don't get me started. They have a
2: lot of the same, <laughs> they have a lot of the same actors, but they're playing completely right, different right, roles. right, right.
1: I don't so want that. I don't, don't want that. 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 No,
0: I don't want that. I hate that. Oh, no, no, yeah. no. Now, I will say, after watching Bly Manor, I did go back and re watch Hill House, however,
1: no. No, thank you. Don't Please be- don't
0: do it. No, Misha Green. No, no I, Jordan yeah. Peele.
1: No, JJ Abrams. See, don't do well, it. don't do it. And I feel like right. we're missing something here. I feel like there's some part of the Lovecraft universe that is missing that we are not catching. Some sort of history that we don't know hey. about that Kenny would know. Well, there's
2: a <laughs> lot. There's a lot of stuff well, to mine. There's a lot of stuff to mine there. I think you got a lot of deep stuff. To well, I mean, no,
1: there. no, not 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 in. There's
2: still a lot general. of stuff in.
1: Not you in general, not, not, I mean, I mean, uh, maybe of course in general, but I be, I mean specifically and the ending of this, like how they could play it out. Like, could they play it another season out in another universe?
0: My ideal would be if they were to go forward with Hippolyta and Dee's relationship, but also bringing in the remembrance of Tick if he doesn't come back with Letty and, and like the birth of her child would obviously be a continuation, right, but George. there's so much. There's yeah, so much know. that they could continue with. They've given us. They've given us enough to look forward to. I'm really hoping that yeah. they deliver. I hope they deliver. I, I agree. I. I think they've.
2: They've. They've flushed out okay, these characters, okay. mm-hmm. all of them, to be honest. Right. All the ones that survive. Assuming that. I mean, I don't know. We can't assume anything anymore with television shows. You can assume someone's dead okay. until you see. You know, their throat crushed. You're going to assume they're alive. So, for all the characters that do survive and do continue on, we're invested to the point where we want season two with them. Will we get it? I don't
0: know. But I, I for one, that's what I want. My question is Is it still Lovecraft country? Because at the beginning, in the very opening episode, Tick says he's in Lovecraft country or he's talking about Lovecraft country. Uncle George said, he says, hey, they're in Arkham because Arkham was the publishing company of the HP Lovecraft book he was looking at. But then Uncle George says, no, it's not Arkham. It's Ardum with a D. So we automatically get this like distorted version of Lovecraft. And then we also get this basically the the inverse Mm -hmm. of Lovecraft, which puts Black people at the center. And now we have this revisioning of magic and, and it being about black folks and, it you know, it being for the Ooh. African-American community. So like, will, will this even continue as Lovecraft country altogether? Because what is Lovecraftian about it still? Okay. We got the show goth. Okay. We've got the, the, the sort of universe where there's monsters and different you right, know, right. this, this sort of like there, there's, there's always, I guess there's always going to be that undercurrent of, of that, white supremacists, it doesn't matter because we get to do what we want kind of thing or whatever. But then we have this disruption of that, which is black power. Mm. in it's Mm. in its most pure essence. So I'm wondering, what about it will still be
1: Lovecraftian if we get a season two? Well, like you said earlier, why can't it still be Lovecraft, but totally flipped on its head?
0: I like that, too. I, look, I'm all yeah, I'm I all agree. for that. I I'm agree. all for that. I just wonder, you know, what it will look like right. in the next iteration of it. Interesting. Yeah. I
2: think the bridge between these two seasons is going to be the book. Of the course, book. yeah. Ooh, and,
1: the, and his son. Said it. Ooh, and his son.
2: Okay. His son that his son wrote. Oh, I think that maybe okay.
1: George will okay. be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay.
2: Maybe this will take place, you know, 20
0: in the future, years in the future. Uh-huh. 30
2: years in the future. And, George and Montrose is, is
0: gone. Who Montrose knows? is gone. George is gone. But now, yeah, little George. Yeah, I could, I could totally yeah, I see, see it that. Too. Okay. And D is yeah. growing up, and she's I don't okay. know, living
2: in the multiverse. Who knows? I'm sure they're already thinking of these things. But I feel like that book, to me, yeah. that was the key to season two. That to me was the first and only thing I saw that said the show's got to go on because now you brought this book from right. the Oh yeah. Come on now. Even- don't. Don't do the let's don't like do me like
1: that. Not even twenty years. Let's go like five years. Wow. Or Ten years or something. Wow. Where Montrose could still be around. Apolite is still okay. around. D could okay. not D could still be there, but she's just a little bit older. She just aged with some makeup. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. And then I can see that they all are and Letty's there. Everybody, the same characters that we love from this season are still there, but they're just aged a little bit because it's just a little bit more. That would be cool.
0: My imagination is satisfied with this yes. finale That's and with said. the hope for the future. Totally. My imagination is satisfied. I am completely good. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I think if they had ended it here and
2: answered the questions and yes, and if they had ended it
1: here and they said there's no more, this would be it. I still would be, sa- be satisfied and still would be thrilled with this entire season. I really would have. agree. Agree. Well, I guess I, I mean I hate to even like wow. I, wow. There's nothing else. There's no more. Guys, what do we say? <laughs> what do we do? This, what do we do with our?
0: We're lives? done. This has been amazing, guys. This really has been amazing. Yes. I've loved. I've loved traveling and navigating through the show with y'all. So just want to say oh, that. It's nice. been great. I, yes. Shout and nice. shout, shout out to yeah, Kenny. Me. Shout out to Ghost Planet. Yes, Kenny, Ghost Planet. <laughs> our, love, our Lovecraft yes. experts yes. taught me everything I know about I Lovecraft. Know. Shout out to <laughs> Kenny. And
1: we don't know and we know nothing. And we know we nothing. we know nothing. Right. <laughs> I don't even go here. <laughs>
0: right,
1: right. Well all yeah. right. Well thank you guys so much. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, yes. Ashley. I yes. appreciate it. We had a blast discussing Lovecraft Country. Thank you, guys. Check out Pod Clubhouse on Twitter, on Instagram, at Pod Clubhouse, guys. My name's Aisha, and it's been an absolute thrill to host and be a part of this discussion. Check this show out on HBO Max if you have not already. I know you are watching, but watch it again, because we got an amazing season. And listen to all of our podcasts. So thanks so much. We'll talk to you later. Until the next season. Bye. Bye.
2: Thank you for listening. This has been an original Pod Clubhouse production. Pod Clubhouse is a podcast network dedicated to encouraging collaboration among podcasters and friends to bring a fresh voice and diverse perspective on a wide array of content. Please visit and leave a comment for us at podclubhouse.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast feeds on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can find us at Pod Clubhouse. Our DMs are always open, and we'd love to hear from you. Uh,
1: Clubhouse.